0: This is a Honky Tonk Man, the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time in the WWE, and you're listening to VOC Nation. You know why you don't want me on your radio show? Because you know the ratings will go through the roof, you'd make a lot of money, and that way you keep me off, that way you will stay always broken. I'm gonna come on this radio show someday, but I don't know when. I don't like none of you mother. I can't say that. Okay, good. Coffee, suckers. Wrestling with history worldwide back in the VOC Nation radio network. Or or no, it's not the VOC Nation radio network. That's what it was the last time that we did this show. It's the VOC Nation wrestling network. The voice of choice, Bruce Wirt, back on VOC Nation with my original co-host, Albert Carabell. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Namar Wells. What's going on, Namar? Bruce, thank you for having me. It is great to be back. Yeah, I, and and I I don't know if I said Albert because I I wished it was Albert or I I have I, you know I have a fantasy about recording another show with Albert, but <laughs> nonetheless, here it is. It's you and I. This
1: is the way it started. Yeah, um, yeah. You have a that man. I, I think he fascinates you because you know how much he frustrates me. I think that is what it is because you never. Miss an opportunity to mention his name. And it's bizarre because I only have an issue with him because he seems to have an issue with me. Well, I don't know what that is. So whatever. And Um, we just we confused, you know, all 10 people that are left in the
0: VOC Nation subscriber base. But uh, we'll go in. (laughs) we'll (laughs) We'll go into all of that. We'll tell you the story of VOC Nation, how it came to be, and the two people that really started it right here on wrestling with history. of choice wrestling nation heard worldwide rbocnation.com the insane clown posse we
1: can't thank all you guys enough. Whoop, whoop. we understand our audience and we give them what, what we think they would want we're about pleasing the fans. road warrior animal <laughs>
0: Jake the Snake Roberts. The wrestling has changed so much. Conan. Yo, this is K-Dog. Yo, with Bowdy Bowdy and Rowdy Rowdy. Hall of Fame ring announcer, Howard Finkel. Brilliance was Bobby Heenan's middle name. Lex Luger. God's given me a whole new perspective on wrestling and the fans. WWE Hall of Famer, Jimmy Superfly The Shut uh, thanks for having me on your radio show. From the Jersey Shore. The legendary Diamond Dell. Bang! Voice of choice, wrestling nation. i put my name in, but again, we're just waiting for a phone call.
1: You could be Moroccan, Algerian, Albanian, Greek. This is the best
0: crowd I've ever seen in my entire life.
1: I love cheesecake. How do you rather respond to his lunacy? Uh, Malcolmania. And
0: I don't think Hollywood's ready for Malcolmania, but we we'll wait soon. Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Your talk show here that I'm doing here is the best one. Jimmy Hart. I've been lucky every day I get up and look in the mirror and pinch myself. The Ninth wonder of the world. China. I told Vince, I said, yeah, I'm going to wrestle the guys, and that's how it started. X-Pac. We're wrestlers, and it's still a wrestling show. Mr. Scott Hall. Hey, yo, I want to rock the wrestling world again. OneWrestling.com, Bill After. If it wasn't for Hogan and Vince McMahon, sports entertainment would not be in existence. We have a bushwhacker in the house. G'day, mateys. It's bloody, lovely, being on your show. MVP. I came up with the MVP concept based on everything that's wrong with pro athletes today. BC Nation heard worldwide. This right here
1: is the future of wrestling.
0: And I don't I don't know what the hell I just said. It doesn't make any sense. The words came out of my mouth in a way that they shouldn't have. But you get what I'm trying to say. I haven't done this in a couple of years, but wrestling with history is back and we're going to dive into wrestling topics of the past and we're going to do it the way that we started on voc nation with uh, with namar and i and I, i'm i'm very excited namar to do a show with you again i wish i wasn't in this hotel room in the middle of ohio or somewhere in ohio uh because i
1: could be a little bit louder and more myself but you get what i'm trying to say right absolutely and i must um co-sign on what you said because it does it, it feels wonderful to be back and um, i'm happy to be back and i think that um a lot has uh, happened in between the last time that uh I've co-hosted a show with you, so we have a lot to talk about because uh, our fandom for wrestling has not stopped. And in fact, you know, as we've matured and grown, um, our thoughts have really expanded, and so we have a lot more to offer. I believe in terms of really discussing wrestling, um, analyzing wrestling, and and I think now uh, we're going to go even further with even uh, looking at the people who discuss wrestling. So um, we're going to be reviewing the podcasters and we're going to be reviewing the youtubers and um, we're going to look at their programming and uh, you know so we have the dual perspective because we're going to be looking at things from a fan perspective and also um, you know from the idea that we're presenting uh, to an audience in discussions about wrestling and and it's it feels wonderful because uh, time apart Really has allowed for things to build up uh, within for the both of us. And the, I apologize; I keep hitting the table, um, and I know <laughs> Bruce can't edit out those bumps. But uh, I'm a little rusty, guys. But I'll be in uh, tip-top shape soon enough. Um, but yeah, Bruce, back to you. It just it, it feels wonderful to be back.
0: You know, the interesting thing is the return to the WWE of CM Punk, and and people have been waiting. Actually, CM Punk had just left <laughs> the last time that we did a show together, right? Right. that's that's probably 2014 something like that 2013 is that the last time we did a show oh, you would know better than me so something like that right but if you just think about cm punk and him coming back to the wwe after all those years people saying it would never ever happen and i feel like this moment is almost the same thing instead of an instead of uh hundreds of millions of people or 78 million people however many people they they had watching that clip we got about 12 that are still left in the voc nation worldwide fan base that are listening to us but but it's really in many ways it's the same thing i left i mean we started voc nation in 2000 i think it was 2010 and we had a radio show very successful in philadelphia i had gotten kicked off of another radio station uh and there's some controversy there I'll stay away from it but we started a wrestling show on WNJC 1360 god bless its soul brother um, no longer around but we started a wrestling show on saturday mornings called ringside radio and we got affiliated with bill Aptor. and and at that time it was onewrestling.com and this thing blew up namar we ended up with uh, a podcast before podcasts were were a thing and every week we ended up getting moved to drive time on WNJC every week. We had a hundred thousand people listening to our broadcast, and this was before Dave Lagreca was really popular with Busted Open, and way before uh Conrad Thompson. We were doing this before it was cool, and and it's you, you grow a lot. I think over the the next few weeks, months, and hopefully years, we'll talk about the. T- the, the downfall of VOC <laughs> nation and, and how, uh, you know, but seriously, I mean, it's, uh, we, we, uh, we really, are riding high and, Hold on, and I just got an just idea.
1: Please, we should have shows dedicated to reviewing both Albert and Brady. We can talk about our experiences with them and we can review and critique them. How How does that sound to you? Oh, I love it. I love it. I, I like in their life as it is right
0: now. We could go on, go on Facebook <laughs> and Instagram and just look up like a day in the life of, of Albert Carabella, who who was, by the way, he used to be like, um, what do they call them? Like showrunners. Uh, he people, really was. Yep. That he, was, he him. was like, you know, I, Aaron boy is a little offensive, but Albert was the guy that would go and he would book our guests. He would, he would talk to anybody. Right. I mean, that that was how we we got so much accomplished and and we ended up growing like, I mean he was he was so good, right? He was he meant so much to the shows and the and what we were doing, you know, the network that we built. but he was also just at some point, sometimes he was just a very annoying man, right? <laughs> no doubt. And and Albert, if you're listening, I know you probably are. We've all grown, right? That's my point. CM Punk, he said he he's grown, lots of change. You grow over years. I mean, I'm not sitting there with, um, I'm not sitting here today with six.
1: Huh? Gosh, can you hike your skirt up any higher for this man? I mean, come on.
0: Well, I mean, I'm just the... saying I'm not sitting at the table uh, at WNJC with five drinks. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we were all different 10, 12
1: years ago. We were. And I um, I think that, that we've all had probably some great experiences. And and to be honest with you, it actually would be nice if, if they were interested. I really would love to uh, speak with both of those uh, gentlemen and to find out what they've also done, um, with their fandom and, um, and knowing those two, I'm sure some type of contribution to the wrestling business. Um, they were definitely more diligent than you and I that way in terms of connecting with the business, um, to the best of their abilities. And, um, so Again, it would just be wonderful to reconnect. Like you said, everybody's grown um, and there's no need to have any animosity and to think about it. There's more to celebrate what we did at our time, um, you know, attracting the level of listeners that we did it it really was incredible. And, um, and we have history together. We were able to interview a lot of fantastic wrestlers, um, legends, uh, many who are no longer with us. We were able to partner and work with, uh, you know, again, legends in the business. And we had fantastic opportunities and we had fantastic experiences together. And there were a lot of laughs uh, because um, despite the, the fighting and the backstabbing, we actually had a good time and we have a lot of great memories and I can't ignore the fact that they share those memories. And as a matter of fact, those are things to be cherished. So let's see what happens. I'm down for it. Yeah. The, the, the drugs, (laughs) the, uh, the wild times, it it was
0: all there. You know, it was everything that you hear about on uh, E true real life
1: story, right? That's what it's called. That's the show. We need to get that sound bite when, the, when we do that show with them. We need to have that sound bite <laughs> when you pause for a break. Like, you have to do that, it has to be done. So, and that's the truth, though. It really became a soap opera, and it was so ridiculous. And it's funny, we were four young men who, in some ways, I think for all of us, I guess we can be honest about it, we were. Uh, spiraling a little bit uh, or definitely being tested and yeah. pushed to certain limits and 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 everybody was fraying to a, a degree. Um, and and it, <laughs> and it it was reflective if you look at the relationships, the personal relationships around us, it, it was representative in those as well. Um, yeah, just a lot of temptation a lot of pushes and pulls. And, and unfortunately, and and this I think is worthy of discussing is that uh, we, we feel like we could have done so much more. It is amazing as what we were able to accomplish. And I salute my hat to what you guys were able to do um, in working with you all, you, Bruce, um, Albert and Brady, uh, what we were able to do and what all you you know, brought to the table individually was really incredible. And it really was a fantastic time. And to think about the traveling, um, which <laughs> I didn't enjoy, um, but the traveling and and even the money worst, and the miles, brother. Whew, and we put them in. We definitely did. And I, I spent the money and we put in the miles. <laughs> you
0: could have fed 10 villagers. Led to my first divorce, prep me for my second divorce, Ooh. and this
1: one will,
0: you know. No, I'm not going to get divorced the third time.
1: No, 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 no. Yeah, we're we're all much better men. <laughs> it's
0: expensive on the way in and the way out. By the way, for anybody considering it, it's very expensive on both sides.
1: Ooh. Now back. But listen, to y- you
0: know. <laughs> It's uh, we talked about, you know, the money, the miles, but, you know, all the the joking aside, but we did have so many adventures back in the old days of VOC Nation. I know Brady plays some of the shows here. Brady Hicks, who's uh, who hosts in the room podcast. I think that drops on Tuesdays and he, he might still do it live. I'm not sure. But Brady plays a lot of the old shows. But you can hear the reason those shows were good and the reason that they were so popular and, and that VOC nation still around today is you could hear the friendship and the kinship that we all had developed. You could hear the experiences come to life in those shows. And there are so many things that we probably can't even talk about, you know, especially now that happened back then, including a time where um, I am not going to say the name of the club, but we were at a nightclub <laughs> in Philadelphia. We were drugged and um, I, <laughs> I drove home. I remember calling you after driving twenty miles past my exit and saying, "Hey, I I think I drove past my exit. I I don't know why I'm here." And uh,
1: I, knowingly, I didn't take anything. Yeah, you. I I remember when you said you had to loop around. You I was just... bitten
0: by that that night by one of the the uh, people there. It was it was a wild scenario.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> like I said, there were <laughs> temptations everywhere. And uh, for a moment, <laughs> it's funny because for as, as big as it was, it it still was so small. <laughs> you know, but we really lived this, like, this micro version of, like you said, an, an E! True Hollywood
0: story. It's like, it was because in that little wrestling bubble in Philadelphia, we were like celebrities. I mean, in remember, in some of these establishments, we got like first-class treatment. That's we true. Would, we would let the owners into the studio recording with us and... It it was a, it was a whole thing. And, and I don't think we were prepared to live that life at that time, (laughs) certainly not prepared because it only lasted for about a year and a half. And, and by the way, you can thank me later, Conrad, because you would be doing what you're doing right now and making all the money that you're making. If I did not lose as much money as I lost, as we read, brought this thing up and, uh, kicked this off
1: 10 or 12 years ago, 13 years
0: whatever it is, brother.
1: Yeah. And who, and to think about it, um, Connie, Jim, <laughs> but Jim Neidhart is no longer with us. He was our first guest, right? Yeah. Kamala, George, the animal seal. That's the,
0: that's the sad part is we've lost so many people. And, and that's, that's one of the, the really hard things about being involved in the wrestling community is, is so many people go way too soon. And it's, right. uh, It's just it's an extremely sad thing, especially we got very close to Jim Neidhart and and some of the others. I mean, Jimmy Hart is still one of my um, my closest friends to this day. And Jimmy, Jimmy, we met we met with Jim Neidhart in in a what was it? It was a trade show, right? A convention. I believe so. Yeah, uh, but you think about how many people that we've lost since then Snooka. uh we've wow we had we had some doozies with
1: uh jimmy superfly Snooka. <laughs> bruce became a um in in some cases almost a babysitter uh, he would look out for snooker um if if we were on a uh I can't say like we're on a road together, like like we were in, like in a tour. But if we were going to a convention uh and Jimmy was going to be there, you know, Bruce was tasked to look out for him. And so it obviously I got involved in 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 some of those uh those adventures. Um, but and and it's weird because a lot of controversy has passed since then, you know, with him. I mean, you know, you gotta take the beautiful. Um, with the pain because, uh, you know, Jimmy, we have fond memories of Jimmy and, and what a lovely person. And you hear people that, that knew him. Lovely brother. Yep. (laughs) They they always say that he's a lovely, peaceful, wonderful guy, but we know what happened to him, you know, before he passed. And so it just, um, is a shame, you know, superstar Billy Graham, uh, who you had that wonderful interview with i'm still jealous about that today i (laughs) swear to goodness i wish i had taken that trip uh, with you out there because uh to speak to superstar billy graham i think is a very big deal for everything that led into what wrestling is today you know he is you know what you would consider one of the precursors uh to the the huge explosion to where it, it went and um you know, so I think that, that that's one of the things that for you, you can definitely cherish is that you were able to speak with him because uh, superstar Billy Graham is a very important figure. He couldn't wrestle it hardly at all. <laughs> Some of the worst <laughs> matches I've ever seen in my life. But the man made it interesting. And that's not true because I, I did like when he won the, the match, when he won the title from San Martino, I think it was in Baltimore. But, um, you know, he, he was not one of the greatest wrestlers. But I mean and that's one of the things we can talk about also what is what makes a successful person in wrestling, what is professional wrestling and how, how to look at it Um, because if in doing so you have to bring up superstar Billy Graham, and then it goes into all the other superstars and where they took it. It's just an unreal thing uh, because to be able to manipulate people, that's, that's what it is. I mean, just to, to get, 20 or thirty thousand people to either cheer or boo you well
0: and and well the and the addiction i mean that's sorry to interrupt you there but the addiction that happens i mean i remember remember when we did that we hosted one of the wrestling conventions and we were inside of a ring and there's probably 500 people gathered around the ring and it was jake 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 roberts was there but i just remember you and i were in the ring and we had the crowd eating out of our hands. And this is just a couple hundred people, you know, maybe a thousand at the most. But I didn't want to leave. I, I'm i cupping my hand.
1: I, <laughs> well, that was the funniest thing because I actually thought in certain parts you overdid it. So <laughs> I knew. I said, he is enjoying himself. I think you did the, um, oh, I think it was the hacksaw Jim Duggan. Like you kept... <laughs> Like you kept doing it a ridiculous amount of times, and I was just thinking to myself, like, all right, man, you do it once or twice. We're on like six or seven, but you, but overall, it was a fantastic experience. It really was. It, it really was amazing. And um, and you're right, it is very addictive, and you begin. If, if just to understand it on such a micro level and trust us people, we're not trying to pretend that we were the super great hotshots in the wrestling business or the fringes of it, but that little bit of a taste and to interact with uh, a legend like Jake Roberts, that was an incredible experience. It really, really was. And you really get an understanding of what to be able to manipulate the crowd and what it feels like. And you in some ways you get a better understanding for those that we know from the outside in are super addicted to it. Right. And you take that little speck and you magnify it by millions upon millions. And it really helps you to understand why flair had his last match not that long ago. And he really should not have had, um, that roar of the crowd is serious business it is serious business and it is something to be respected it really it really is and that that's the beauty and that's the art of professional wrestling that's the that's the receipt we know it's about making money um being able to manipulate the crowd in order to make money um but there is something to be received from the art of the guy who is trying to get over what he's trying to get over. Whether, you know, if you're trying to get the applause or you're trying to get the booze, to be able to do so is an an amazing feat. And to do that without breaking character and then to go into this high intensity uh, physical performance art that is very dangerous, it is very brutal. I mean, it is just the the intoxicating combination of, of all these things that really helps you to look into the psychology of a wrestler and really gives you some understanding and grace because you start, just think about it. If I know what this feels by this little pebble, I can't imagine what they feel. And even the ones that downplay it because wrestlers are good for, sometimes they try to be too cool for school type of thing. (laughs) And, you know, they'll tease like, because there's that fine line between the wrestler who believes his own hype, say like a what they would, how we would look at either Ultimate Warrior or Bret Hart, um, but that it is still a very, just a very addictive thing, and and um, and, and and to really understand or to really get that out of, I would love for somebody to talk about it to say hey what does that rush feel like there's no way there's not a rush that's like I hate the conversations around Hulk Hogan because if anybody got it you know can we you know what is it like when you can throw your (laughs) you twirl your 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 arm around cup your ear and then 10,000 people on one side are really trying to give you all that they have to give that that is whether you're deeply connected to the character or not you still are doing what needs to be done to make that happen that has to be an, an an amazing rush an amazing rush and and even to be said for the heel like before we started recording um and here we are talking about wrestling naturally uh, but um there's a there's a match on youtube uh with um and i love it because it's grainy i think it's from um middle eastern country and it's an old wwf match between roddy piper and um and uh rick rude at madison square garden and the heat rude gets and his performance is unreal it is unreal and the graininess of it all with that that distorted uh and and blunt um you know audio from the vhs tapes it adds a a depth and a weight to the booze which really hits you and you just watch the, the intro before they even before roddy comes out is one of the most brilliant things you'd ever see uh for what rude was able to do you see the conflict on the women's faces between those who who really liked him <laughs> But they knew they couldn't cheer for him. And you, you see that conflict. To be able to do that is incredible. He, you know, you, you can see it on the faces of all the women in the audience because they did think he was sexy. <laughs> and so, you know, but he was, he told said horrible things about them. And, and even if they didn't fit the stereotype, they knew they couldn't really cheer for him. You know, some of them did, but it, it's a weird thing. He could do that. And, and, and that's the amazing art of professional wrestling. And that's one of the things I hope we do with future shows is to be able to explore that because uh, that's really lacking in the discussions regarding professional wrestling. And I think we're going to discuss those things as well. What do you, what do you say, Bruce?
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I think that's what we, what we're going to try to bring everybody is a different, a different uh podcast than what everybody else is doing i think there's a lot of show reviews you know reviewing raw reviewing smackdown reviewing the pay-per-views we'll do some of that we'll talk about what's topical there's a lot of interview-based podcasts where people talk to you know they pay 500 dollars to get indie stars to come on the show with them we're not going to do that I've, i've I've spent my my money in previous versions of doing a show, and then you have uh, the the uh, the the solo like like uh, what Conrad does with uh, Eric Bischoff and Jim Ross and Bruce Bruce Pritchard. Uh, we're not going to do things like that, obviously, because neither one of us are uh, are those people. But what we're going to give you is a an insight into our fandom, and we're going to also try to get feedback from you on how wrestling has affected your life and as we talk about these things how they inspire you we're gonna we're gonna do some creative things like reviewing other podcasts and and i think that'll be fun because there's so many wrestling podcasts out there right now and everybody thinks they're the best so we'll go and and do that and if if you're listening right now and you were a fan of the previous version of Wrestling with History, which uh, was uh, myself and Ken Resnick and Bill Apter, uh, you have the same. So on the same Twitter feed, uh, I just changed the the at symbol. So the handle is WWHVOC. So Wrestling with History, VOC Nation. It's WWH. VOC. If you follow that on Twitter, you can, the DMs are open. You can interact with this show. And tell us about how the different topics this week, how it affects your life, and give us some feedback on what we're talking about, and and get in on the conversation. And as we evolve, we might do some more. Maybe we'll get into uh, taking some calls at some point in time. Although, Namar, I'm a, I, I'm almost a hard no on that because I just hate callers. I mean, uh, <laughs> you you and I both did live radio, and it's the same damn people all the time, putting themselves over. It's just <laughs> disgusting to me. I I just, uh, you know, I love you guys. I love interacting. But the stories about your family every week, I mean, it's the same people, you know, I mean, how many times can I hear about you, your brother or your son or your daughter or your dog? I don't care. You know, that's the God's honest truth. I just don't care. learn more
1: at marines.com
0: so that was what show you went to last week what concert you're going to what was your favorite sports team i don't care and i hope i never have to talk to you again
1: that that was that was the roughest part of what we did because it was the same three people who, <laughs> while they were innocent in you know, we know that they really did appreciate the show. Just can't do it. Am I going too
0: far? I'm gonna go too far.
1: Uh, this
0: is what I do. I mean, that's the problem. That's why I should not be doing these shows. My wife always says, "You're, you're. Please, don't do it. You're gonna, you're gonna cause our family to not be able to eat. You have a real job. Stop doing this." She knows the
1: truth about you. Can't help myself. It's, oh. well, you know what. We if we eliminate the problem. We'll be okay. That's right. You know there
0: was a show. So and and by the way, I'm just I'm I'm mostly kidding. I I love all the callers. I just don't want to talk to you every week, but we we do want to interact. You can email bruce voc at gmail.com. I do want to tell a quick story. I I listened back to one of the shows we did at WNJC, and <laughs> Namar one time we had uh malcolm wildman you know malcolm right and and i'm sure yep. people out there know malcolm he probably calls calls into some other shows on this this network but malcolm would call in and 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 basically put himself over right it was all about he went to this, this signing trade you know whatever <laughs> convention who he's meeting great so what I used to do is uh, this one episode. I don't know if you remember this. I, he, I took the call right in the beginning of the show and then I put him on hold. And then I came back to him like every so often and told him I would get back to him. And then at the end of the show, like basically we hung up and he never got his time. Do you remember that?
1: No, I don't remember. And,
0: And, and that sounds mean, but, but listen, if you, out there had to deal with some of the things that we had to deal with you'd understand and i don't apologize for it but i do love the fans of this show i love wrestling fans we wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you so uh i'm i'm in character a little bit but i i really do enjoy every single one of you now, which one of those two things is true, you'll have to decide yourself after you listen to the show for a couple of weeks. Do I really hate everybody or do I really love you?
1: Hmm. You shall surely see.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so so we'll, we'll get into different topics. We'll talk about, you know, some some classic topics. And mostly, this is wrestling with history, so mostly things from the past podcasts will we'll do a lot of things on this show that nobody else is doing and that's why we became popular in 2010 2011 and 12 until we melted down and that's why we'll become popular again right
1: i like it i believe so
0: again wwhvoc on twitter follow that we have uh, we still have 3,370 followers from the last time of course, um, we, we're very thankful for uh, for Brady Hicks and VOC Nation. Uh, this was once my network. That's why uh, it's called VOC Nation. I'm the voice of choice. And uh, VOC Nation has 25,600 followers. Anymore. Did you
1: ever think back in the day that we would end up reaching those heights? Not at all. <laughs> Not at all. It was, um, you know, it's weird because I don't remember all how it started, but I I, I do know Um, We did the entertainment review show first. And because we've always loved professional wrestling, you just came up with this insane notion to interview Jim Neidhart. And next thing I know, you're interviewing, we're interviewing Jim Neidhart. And uh, we had so much to talk about that it really took off and we just changed the entire format of the show to just talking strictly about professional wrestling. That's one of the things like I met Bruce in high school and, um, outside of our, uh, love of picking with people. Um, <laughs> we had a love of radio and we had a love of professional wrestling and that has stuck with us. And it's funny because even before we started this, uh, this recording, um, there were some new things that I actually learned about his particular fandom and his love for professional wrestling and of certain individuals. And that's one of the things that we'll be able to explore. Um, and I think it'll be illuminating for the both of us. We'll learn about each other, um, what attracts us to a particular wrestler, what are the, some of the things that we like and what we look for. And, um, and I think it'll make for a great um a topic to discuss and to listen to so again we're going to talk about a lot of different things and i think bruce and i have a very different perspective to uh radio and media and um and i think that that's going to be a big difference between us and everybody else because we're going you know we are going to do a lot of things that other people do in, in terms of reviewing different things, different shows, different pay-per-views, different story arcs, and, and even down to figures and things like that. But at the same time, we're going to come with a much different perspective than what you're used to. And and even breaking down that farther between you and I, the differences between you and I. And uh, there's a lot for everybody to really engage with. And so um, we're really excited about this. It's been a long time, and um, I'm glad that we're back. I really, really am. Yeah, I, I am too. At least for now,
0: until uh, you know I get fired from my job, and you know say say uh, too much of the wrong thing. I tend to do that. So we'll hope hope that we can get through a couple weeks here, and and if that does happen, you guys are just gonna have to subscribe in droves and help us uh, recruit. <laughs> many more advertisers so that you can help feed our families. I mean, that would be a real tragedy if if we uh, sacrificed our uh, our lives for uh, to bring this show to all of you and then we ended up, uh, you know,
1: out on the streets. Exactly, because anything that is said inappropriately is done for your entertainment. So you <laughs> bear the burden of that responsibility of anything ever happens to us in our professional lives. Because think about this. Bruce has two little kids, little Dustin and little Marcy, and we cannot allow those two kids to go hungry. That's right. That's
0: right. It's like it's like my wife always says, she's like, you you just can't say that about somebody and then say, oh, I'm just kidding. I mean, that's you just can't do that. And I've already done that, I think, four times today. I'll say something really inappropriate. And then I say, Oh, I'm just kidding, you know, but that's the truth. That's the truth. I really do. I love, I love the, the callers. I love the, the people that listen to the show. I, 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 love, uh, working with Albert and Brady. I mean,
1: <laughs> I, well, I do. you know, you I just... know what it is, Bruce, you're secretly a very angry man. <laughs> and, and that is the thing. It's really breaking down the psychology of what is it that you're angry about? What, what is it? Cause there is a thing <laughs> and 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 do you know what it really is? That's that's also the the other thing.
0: Why are on, you on Week angry Bruce, huh? episode 4 we'll bring on my psychiatrist <laughs> to break this all down. Now we're going to have fun. We're going to have fun. I'm I'm so happy to be back on VOC Nation. I'm happy to be back on VOC Nation with Namar And again, we said that we wouldn't come back until CM Punk did. So here we are. Nine, nine years later, 10 years later, whatever it is, we're back wrestling with history. So subscribe to VOC Nation in your podcast machine, Spotify, iTunes, whatever you do. Subscribe to uh, it's the VOC Nation Wrestling Network. So uh, make sure you look for that. Look for Wrestling with History. Follow us on X. <laughs> I want to say Twitter, WWHVOC. And, uh, and you can email brucevoc at gmail.com if you want to interact with the show. So, Namar, what's, uh, what's the first real topic when we, when we start doing this? We'll try to drop a new show once a week, usually Wednesdays, Thursdays, or Fridays. Just stay tuned
1: to the podcast feed. But what's our first real topic? I think we're going to recap um, what our fandom has been since the last time that we spoke. And so I am aware of the show but you'll that you did with Ken Resnick and uh, Bill after, but you'll be able to recap all of that. And then I'll recap what I've basically done this in, in terms of my particular fandom. And we're actually going to branch out from there. So we're still actually, we have a bunch of topics and we're still formulating everything, uh, but there's a lot more to come. We definitely want to interact more uh, through YouTube and other avenues as well, because certain things require visuals to go with them and uh so we we have a lot that we want to do and um we're we're still in the process of working it out but we've always been (laughs) we've always been kind of lazy and sloppy that way us organizing has been has always been a difficulty but i i think that uh you know we're we're probably better at it now, so we'll definitely map out uh, some particular shows uh, coming forward. We have a lot of ideas, but the next one will be the recap of what we've done in terms of being wrestling fans and 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 how we've grown. Because I'll give you a for instance, so you know my top five is different now um, from um, what it was before. Uh, like you know we actually interviewed Tony Atlas, but Tony Atlas has become one of my favorite wrestlers of all time now. And I can go on and on about how fantastic Tony Atlas is and was uh, because I, I I like him as a person from what I hear regarding his shoot interviews and I love his wrestling. And it's a shame because when we interviewed him at the time, I didn't have that appreciation or love for him. And we actually used to see him at all the conventions. Yep. Yep, I remember. Oh yeah, he took a very particular liking to Bruce. And um you know, but but I it's weird because I became a super fan of his after I was around him. After I interviewed him and after we we you know I was physically around him at the conventions, um, and so it, it it it's a shame that I did not get a chance to interact. So a lot has changed since then, and and again we're going to explore more about what we like, and that has changed for you too because certain wrestlers have become more important to you, and uh, you know that's going to be really you know good to hear. Did somebody say my name? Am I going to be part of this show? He has to be. We have I need to talk to Bill because there's certain matches. It's funny. That's the great thing about I'm at sports
0: kedia now. I
1: I I talk about wrestling for sports kedia. (laughs) That Bill, you have to give Bill a credit. Bill is going to be in the nursing home, and he is going to find somebody to bring him something where he can narrate his thoughts about professional wrestling. Oh, I'm still nursing, but it's at my home. he loves professional wrestling but one of the things i do like which i i I love i would love to speak to him and ask him is because now when i watch the old wrestling shows i'm talking about the the pre-1984 shows i like to see and figure out which one of the photographers is bill because their backs are usually to the 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 hard camera and it's just funny to try to figure out which one is bill. And then knowing which pictures are his, you try to figure out, well, which angle was he on when he might've taken that picture. So you try to figure out which one he is. So, um, there's a couple of matches where I'm, I would love to talk to bill. And I think that's one of the things too, is I want to ask him what it was like. So being so close, who for him were the ones who called the moves, the loudest, because, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, because he was there, so he would hear it, so he would probably know who was louder than they, you know, where it was audible for him. Because there's a match that, oh, Bruce is a very good match. If you ever get a chance, it's the, I believe it's the one from Madison Square Garden is the best. But it's Hulk Hogan versus Bob Backlund, 1980. For people that say Hogan can't wrestle, that's just ridiculous anyway. But that is a classic good match from both men but there's a there's a part where the camera completely gets Bob telling hulk hogan what they're going to do next and it's just a very uh interesting thing to see so and because i figured bill was probably there it makes me it made me wonder did bill here or you know what is it like hearing you know um calls being made in the ring and who who was good at it and who was worse at it that's interesting. Advantage. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that that's that's the kind of stuff that we're going to bring you right here on the brand new wrestling with history. And you can we can't call it the new wrestling with history because anything that has the new in it uh, is, is always a flop. Right. I mean, have right. you ever and nothing part two ever was good. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the you know, so we won't do that. But listen, that's all the time we're recording. It's almost midnight Eastern time. So uh, I want to be done with this. And, and I'm sure Namar does too. And uh, again, we're going to thank God that there's no callers this time around. That was uh, not my favorite part of the last time, or was it my favorite? You're going to have to guess as we go through the coming weeks, but we'll bring you lots of topics. We'll bring you unique perspectives that you only get right here on wrestling with history in the VOC nation radio network. Namar, it's been a pleasure. I'm looking forward to working with you again.
1: I agree. I look forward to it as well. Worldwide.